This week's pod is sponsored by Nova Energy Drink, which was established in 2019 when the need for a better energy drink in the marketplace was there. Many people who could not consume other caffeinated products, including coffee and sodas, showed this product to their doctors and they found that it was safe for a variety of health issues. With zero sugar, 1.5 grams of carbs, getting rid of common ingredients that cause allergic reactions, and only five calories per serving, Nova Energy Drink is set to be the healthier choice for our customers while providing long-lasting energy. Nova Energy Drink has now shipped worldwide with an expansive customer base, including some well into their 90s. Their continuing goal is to share this groundbreaking product with people searching for a better energy solution. We have three different flavors, Galactic Grape, Strawberry Moon, and Celestial Punch. If you go to NovaEnergyDrink.com and use the code word GEO, you get 10% off your order. And welcome, welcome to the Mouthpiece Wrestling Podcast once again with your boy Davy Lips and Gio in the house. Hey, Gio. What's up? What's up? I got nothing quippy this week because it's been a good week. It has been pretty solid, isn't it? Like, <laughs> yeah, the, no drama apart from Randy Orton, obviously, really going in on Soldier Boy, isn't it? You think that's leading to something or you think it's just actual hatred? I honestly think at this point he's just taking the piss out of Soldier Boy and his stupid comments. Yeah, I think so. But he's gone in hard, isn't it? Like, I wonder when WWE, if they'll step in and tell him to, like, chill. But I don't know. Yeah, I woke up to that. That's the first thing I saw this morning was telling him about his, anyway, his bits and pieces. Um... He's been doing this for weeks, though, because, like, the other week he was like, hey, can you tell my wife how fake wrestling is, Soldier Boy? <laughs> Orton's been loving it. But he went in today. He went in. But, yeah. Interesting. Um, obviously, I wanted to start. Um, big shout out to Road Dog, uh, Brian James, and his family. Um, it sounds like he had heart attack Wednesday or Thursday, um, and he's had a procedure, a heart procedure, didn't he? Like Monday last night or something yesterday. I haven't heard too much today. It would be. I think it would be today because today's Monday. Right. Okay. So it's today. Oh yeah, it's not Tuesday, is it? Good. It's not Tuesday. We're breaking. We're breaking the fourth wall, people. <laughs> it's not really Tuesday, um, but yeah. So um, his wife put out a, a tweet and stuff, and and we tweeted as well, wishing him best. I mean, damn, it's Road Dog. You know, like I mean, if you want, I'll pretend it's Tuesday, and I'll be like, man, did you see Raw last night? <laughs> we could probably guess how Raw's gonna go, <laughs> given you know. Gonna get dragged out in spots, um, but yeah, we we wish him a, a speedy recovery because, as I say, Road Dog was him and Billy Gunn, probably my favorite tag team of all. Um, I've just watched the '98 dumpster match with him against Cactus Jack and Chainsaw Charlie. Him and uh, Billy Gunn. Um, I just watched that match. Actually, it was it was damn good. Chainsaw Charlie makes me laugh, man. I, I can't. <laughs> they put him in the wrong dumpster. <laughs> yeah, they just yeah. This where they won the tag titles. I forgot that. That's, um, that's how they got the like the automatic rematch tonight, the following night or whatever, because they were like they went in the wrong dumpster. Yeah. It shouldn't have counted. 
Amazing. It's funny because yeah. you watch you watched the dumpster match this week, and so did I. Yeah, 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 yeah. You did. Um, but yeah, it was. Uh, but yeah, we wish him a speedy recovery. Speedy recovery. Right. On to some wrestling. Things hotting up. NXT, WWE. Obviously, what are we? Ten days away. Just over two weeks. Um, from arguably one of the best weeks of wrestling coming up. Um, NXT Takeover. Okay, that NXT card though. What are you thinking? I'm loving it. Yeah. Do you think it's more we're, exciting we're than WrestleMania? Well, I'm all for Walter versus freaking uh. Champa. What you would call it? Now, Champa. I hear it's actually for the UK title. It is. He's doing two wow. defenses. He's defending on both nights. Night one, he's fighting. Uh, I forget who he's fighting. Night one. No, so night one is the Champa match, they've said. So night one yeah. is Io Shirai and Gonzalez, Walter and Champa. What I'm saying, though, is Walter's got two defenses because he's doing one at the UK, the UK thing before the NXT, and then he's doing one at the NXT. Oh, okay. Okay. And because they've also announced uh, there's a gauntlet eliminator to take the North American title match on night two. I mean, the card looks stacked. Like, as I say, night one, Walter Champa, Io Shirai Gonzalez, uh, the tag it's team triple threat. Oof. Yeah, stand in deliver. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. yeah. Um, Io Shirai got a match. Yeah, so that's Raquel Gonzalez. You think they, they go with Gonzalez now? They might. I think they might. Uh, I, I, they I think they might. Title match. Which I, I want I want the vets to win. I have a feeling it's going to be MSK, but I feel like the grizzled young vets deserve it. You know? I, I don't know. Um, yeah, and then obviously the Gordley Eliminator. And match two and just Wolf a stack. So, yeah. I mean, Champa being UK champ, can't see it. Um... But stranger things have happened. Um, I can't see it, but maybe um, you wouldn't be shocked. I mean, then the Gauntlet Eliminator has already got in Dunn, Loomis, Reed, Kushida, LA Knight, Roderick Strong, Austin Theory, Cameron Grimes, Swerve Scott, Tyler Rust, Leon Ruff, and Jake Atlas. That's going to be a hell of a battle royal. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, yeah. I, I have a feeling it might be Pete Dunn. I've, I kind of got my gut saying it's going to be Pete Dunn. Um, I honestly, I'd love to give Pete Dunn at least one run with that NXT title. Yeah, I think they're gonna. I think I don't think it's gonna be for the main title for a little bit, just because of the way that their main event thing is is booked at the minute. But maybe North American, and plus, who wouldn't want to see Gargano versus Pete Dunn? I mean, it's never a dull day that you'd want to see that. You wouldn't want to see that. Um, and then night two. Uh, the unsanctioned Kyler Riley Adam Cole match, which has been booked really, really well. Um, I thought their stuff on NXT last week was great. Um, very, very good. And then obviously the Gargano match, uh, the Santos Escobar Jordan Devlin ladder match. Thanks to Shawn Michaels. How good was it to see Shawn Michaels on NXT? Like, I think the other members are going to somehow get involved in it. You think there'd be something with Fish and Strong? <laughs> seen what they did with the interview they were uh what do we call it uh 
Strong went over to O'Reilly or whatever and was like, hey, man, you know, stop. What are you, what are you doing? Blah, blah, blah. And he's like, it's not about, oh, it's not about Undisputed Era. It's about me. It's about Adam Cole. And like, he kind of just was like, well, the both of you guys are fucking stupid and left. Strong's going to have some kind of factor. Uh, yeah, I, you know, I think <laughs> Roger Strong is the key because I think it's pretty obvious that Fish would probably side with O'Reilly in a situation like that. Um, yeah, but strong they could do either, and you know, they don't need something for strong. Ending this quick, no, no, and I think it being an unsanctioned match means that they can just get the first brawl out of the way and then move it on with some other matches later, you know, because they have still got two other guys that can get involved, you know, right? Um, so yeah, I think it'll be the start um, of something. Um, basic exciting, yeah. Again, as I say, looking at the card, I'm more interested in what I'm gonna see from NXT at the moment than what's on WrestleMania. I mean, a few more have been announced. Um, obviously, it's now official the Universal Championship is a triple threat. Why do you think that is? Why do you think they've gone with that? Do you think it's because of like Edge not looking? as great as maybe they thought or do you think it is just because daniel bryan's coming to like end of his run kind of stuff i, I don't know it's interesting i i don't i don't know um or is daniel bryan just there to eat a pin to keep the other one strong i, I don't know because the rumors coming out is that the edge thing hasn't been as maybe great as they thought it was going to be, which maybe it hasn't. Um, you know, maybe it hasn't. Maybe I've, I was desperate for Edge to come back, but even I'm looking, I'm like, he just looks like a really tired old man at the moment. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It'd be interesting. Um, obviously, I think it's official. They've put on the card. I don't know if it's been made official, but The Fiend versus Randy Orton. You think that'd be a cinematic match, the Orton Fiend stuff? Uh, I mean, like I said, I see it being another type of funhouse match. Right. And what I about see this? It going, yeah. see Go it going the same way as went, where it's kind of going to be these mind games where Randy Orton has to fight older versions of Randy Orton. Which would be very cool, actually, to go through like an Orton history would be pretty cool. And what about the rumor of. I mean, I think it was kabuffed today, but Bo Dallas was the guy in the burn suit. Do you think there's any truth in that? Or do you think that the rumors of Bo Dallas saying that he's pretty much done with wrestling and he's moving on to his farm stuff with Liv Morgan is, is more true? I don't, think, I don't think he's in the burn suit. No, you don't think it's really him. I know that he's written some stuff with Bray. I mean, I know, I know that they've done that, but he really is pushing forward with like this farm and this real estate stuff, isn't he? Like, I know people have laughed and joked, but he seems to be taking it very, very seriously, like this stuff with Liv. And fair play to him for pulling Liv Morgan, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> um, and obviously the big news that come out of SmackDown is obviously the one that bothers me a little bit. Logan Paul is obviously going to be involved in this Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn thing. Oh. <laughs> Ref, you think he's going to be the ref? Oh. I'm special guest ref. Oh, that's grim. I'm not but a Logan Paul fan. 
you you don't have to be a fan, but it gets Peacock and WWE the exposure. This is true. Like to have Logan Paul, that's a big it's audience of youngsters. It's my same argument with Bad Bunny. You can say you don't like the guy's music and that he's taking a spot from somebody, but guess what? He's taking a spot from somebody and he's making it something and giving them publicity and exposure. He went, who else is going to go on Saturday Night Live with a belt? Mm. And if you look back at celebrities that have been involved, I mean, he's, he's turned up almost every week. He's taken bumps hard. Do you know what I mean? He's, he's got him, you know, he, he's come off the top rope uh, and made it look good. He's helped push Damian Priest. Do you think they'll make it a tag match, though? Do you think Priest and Morrison will get added to it? Or do you think it's going to stay as a... Because it's down as just a one-on-one. Yeah, I think it's just a one-on-one. Oh, okay. I'm just surprised with the way they've been booking Priest. Because um, he's basically been his muscle, but... Yeah, and Miz will Miz knows how to handle things like that. I, I don't hate it as much as the stuff that I've read because I think what's different is Bad Bunny is is trying, and you can see that he's trying. And I think you know, I just you know it's Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. I just does it need? I don't know. I I don't mind. I can watch Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn every single time, anytime. But um, it'd be interesting to see Logan Paul, Paul's involvement. Um, but pretty much the. They've still got a lot of gaps. Don't you think it's at the minute looking very short? And apparently today the kickoff show is going to be an hour and a half. Um, I think that's more to make sure that fans get in properly in restrictions. Don't you think more than extra matches? I can't see there being too much added. I mean, because Peacock say WrestleMania starts at eight, but uh, the show starts at six thirty, So it's an hour and a half kickoff that they're announcing. Um, but again, I think that's for fan safety, isn't it? I would assume in circumstances. Uh, right, so let's just have a quick look at what's booked already and then we'll add some um, what we expecting to see. So night one, obviously Lashley v. Drew, um, Sasha Banks and Bianca Belair, Bad Bunny Miz, Cesaro Rollins, New Day AJ and Shane Braun. That's confirmed for night one. Um pretty solid opening night night two is obviously the triple threat reigns edge brian oscar versus rhea ripley is night two fiend orton biggie and apollo cruz again which i think cruz wins that point owens and sammy you see much more being added i mean i'm guessing from monday seeing sheamus launch riddle scooter that sheamus and riddle is going to be a thing do you think that's what that okay. was all about i'm okay with that yeah and i Seamus, the thing is, he's out of the title picture, but he's on a really hot run, and they do need to have Seamus in a spot. Um, I'm guessing it's going to be that, especially after the Ali and Retribution things obviously squashed. I'm assuming there'll be Battle Royales like Andre the Giant ones and stuff, um, and maybe a SmackDown tag match. I think it'll be all four teams, though. I think the Mysterios are going to win the SmackDown tag team. I think they give Ray and Dominic the titles at WrestleMania. Um, uh, that's what I think. And I think it'll be Street Profits, whatever's going on with Otis and Chad and Mysterios. I think it'll be like a four-way. That's what I think. Um, myself. Um, my hunch would be that. But does it feel like a WrestleMania to you? 
this was a conversation I had. Like, do you look at the card? Do you feel like WrestleMania? You know? Yep. People were are upset about. There's no Brock Lesnar. There's no Bill Goldberg. There's no John Cena. But it's giving all these all these people time to shine and build themselves up to be known as people that could be known for WrestleMania now. Yeah. Because literally, the, there's like two guys you would consider same, legends. But at the same time, it's the same people that complain when, they, when those people get matches. Yeah. So it's a damned if you do, and it's a damned if you don't. It's the same people going, why does Goldberg have a WrestleMania match? Oh, Brock Lesnar is going to have another Mania match? Why? Yeah. Exactly. And if you look here, like, you know, Lashley Drew is the main event. Rhea Ripley's getting a title shot. You know, um, Cesaro, Seth Rollins is definitely a fan dream match. (laughs) All these people that you see as mid-quarters time to shine. Yeah. Yeah. Because, like, Cesaro Rollins could easily steal the show. Like, easily. Those two have the talent. And I was surprised to hear, this is Cesaro's first ever solo WrestleMania match. I'm shocked. I thought he would have had a one-on-one before. I mean, I know he won, the, he won the Battle Royal the one year. Yeah, but he picked up Big Show, wasn't it? Launched yeah, he, he was the first trophy holder. Was that the first ever one? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I remember he that. Won the first like, one. He proper power slammed him. It wasn't like a slow lift. He like picked him straight up, no messing, and dubbed him. Messy, messy stuff. Um, and obviously, also this week, speaking of you know legends and not being in it, uh, the Hall of Fame is obviously going to be um, happening. Uh, Rob Van Dam got announced today. How are you feeling about the names? I so far, there's nobody I can really complain about. There's people bitching about the great Kali, and my response was, dude, the guy's done so much for charity and so much for wrestling that he does deserve to be in it. Yes. Yeah, they are just looking at, you know, if you look outside of wrestling since, like, he stopped, you know, like, the stuff in India has a lot gone through him. You know, all the stuff of WWE India is a lot to do with great Kali and his wrestling school out there. Um and you're right, he's done so much charity work and and whatnot. He fully deserves it. Like, fully deserves it. And to be fair, like, he has been involved in some very memorable moments, you know? And how can we forget the man created the Punjabi prison match? I mean, come on. I mean, what more do you need from someone? Um, uh, who do you think is going to induct him, though? Who do you think? He could be his manager. Uh, Rinjan Singh, probably, yeah. Yeah, because he's still involved, isn't he? He's not. Yeah, he's the guy that like announced it too. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously Eric Bischoff was announced. Uh, do you think it's good that he's getting his solo entrance, not put in with NWO? Do you think that's the right move? Yes, because he does. He should be known for more than the NWO. Mm-hmm. And I think, like some of his WWE stuff, um, you know, like when he was GM, that was. That was a very non-NWO. That was a very Eric Bischoff-only moment when Vince called him out. I mean, that was that was huge. I remember sitting there, just my eyes wide open, like, what the hell am I watching? <laughs> Eric Bischoff is here. He's GM in Raw. Oh, Lord. Nobody uh, expected it. Mm-mm. No. 
do you know what was funny? Because you, you saw him backstage chatting to some people and even still, my brain was like, nah. <laughs> I think that's one of my favorite reactions is when he first shows up at the arena and he just says like, hi, Booker T. And then like walks off and Booker T's like, did I just see that? Did I just see Eric Bischoff? Oh my God. Do you, maybe that will be cut out of Peacock though. You might not even see any of this stuff anymore. My God, they are editing the hell out of the Attitude Era, aren't they? What else have they edited? Um, there's loads of stuff they're going through. Lots of comments and stuff. It's um, it's going to be a very strange version of Attitude Era you're going to watch. Okay. You know? To be fair, I understand why. I like. I, I get it. Mm. We're in a new. Di- there's a new era, a new time, and a lot of that stuff is very, very, very controversial. Yes. I had this talk with my friend the other day. They, I know, I saw it so far. I know they got rid of the the Roddy Piper half black, half white match. Mm-hmm. Off of, they took that off of Mania, which I said I get. I said it's, it, they're probably going to do the same with the Nation of Domination DX thing, where X Pac came out fucking dressed up as Mark Henry because <laughs> it's yes. it's it's blatant blackface. Yes. Yes. You're not going to get Booker T calling, or, you know, you're not going to get Vince McMahon calling Booker T the N-word. Like, there's going to be things that you have to understand are going to be taken out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and what's been funny for me is seeing people complain about it. And like I said, after they all started complaining about Alexa Bliss's cover on Randy Orton, and I was like, that is why you'll never get it past PG-13 anymore. That reaction, but this is the thing: you know? is people people want the risk of shit, and then they bitch when they get a Bobby mm. Lashley and Lana storyline that's directly a fucking attitude yeah. era storyline. Because I've been, as I say, I'm up to. I think I've just watched Unforgiven, the first Unforgiven, 1998. That's where I'm up to. And I was saying to someone last night, I'm like, if you took what The Rock and Austin, DX and Taker were doing, like just those four. You know, there isn't much underneath it that was actually good heck, TV, you know? Heck, even that Unforgiven, look what happened. The fucking Outlaws came out with blow-up dolls. Yes, they did. And, uh, and, you know, it was all about Sable and Sonny with basically wearing nothing with Legion of Doom. And it's like, come on, like... You don't want that in today's... Like, people don't want that. Like, I remember watching it back then, and a 17-year-old me would have literally done anything for that version of Sunny. But this day and age, people are just way too sensitive to it. So it's very confusing when I see people like, oh, my God, Peacock are editing everything. And, like, well, that's kind of what you want. You know, you're not going to be able to watch it because it is, it is really hard stuff. You know, it's real trash. Do you know what I mean? It's trash TV that at the time was amazing. But you watch it back now and you watch it through your, your fingers. You're like, oh my God, what the hell am I watching? Um, it was grim. Um, but yeah, back to the Hall of Fame list. Um, Molly Holly getting in, fully deserved again. Got to be Shane Helms that puts her in though, right? It's got to be Hurricane. Puts her in. Got to. Um, Bella Twins. Now this one, a lot of people complained about the Bella Twins. Come on now. You can't complain about the Bella Twins. Again, you they've can't. done a lot for the women's division, whether you say oh, no. they have it or you don't. 
a lot. I mean, a lot. And as business women, like the brand that they've pushed off and given other women platform for, like with all the Total Bella stuff, the Diva stuff. I mean, they at the time, they did a hell of a lot. And they got so much better. Like if you watch early Bella stuff, you're like, oh, crap, what am I watching? But they actually become half decent. I mean, Nikki become very, very good. Um, yeah, now you can't complain about that. Obviously, we just touched on NWO going in. Uh, Jushin Thunder Liger getting put in. Obviously, I'm assuming for his more of his WCW stuff. Uh, British Bulldog is getting in. Do you think that's a good step at mending bridges with Mrs. Owen Hart with British Bulldog? No, because she has nothing to do with any of this. She doesn't yeah. talk in the Hart family. At all, I, she? Like... I think this is just, it's, it's something that they've been pushing for a while, and it's, a, it's finally happening. And again, fully deserved. I mean, I just, I just, I get why she's mad. Like, I do not want to take it, but I don't know. She needs to at least have an, a, a branch to have a conversation. I, I don't know, because Owen Hart, like, I watched his European Championship match, as I say, 98 with Triple H. Great match. Great, great match at a time when experienced Owen Hart was helping Triple H become a thing uh, with China and stuff, you know, when she was handcuffed to Sergeant Slaughter. That's just amazing. Um, yeah, it's just sad. Like, you see them all going in and not Owen. Like, Owen deserves to be in the Hall of Fame so bad. Uh, JBL has been announced. Uh, I'm not going to lie. I thought JBL was already in it. Um, so that's, that's the only surprise of that one. Do you think that one's a bit dodgy, though, with all the stories that come of JBL? Do you think that one, people are right to complain with, like, some of the bullying comments that you get? Do you think that one is risk? I think people might have uh, the right to say maybe he doesn't yeah. go in. I mean, because... There's a lot of stories and, you know, they're not all fake, are they? I think that one for me is the one where I'm like, maybe too soon. Uh, especially after Ranello was one, the last one, wasn't it? And that's only recently. Um, yeah. You know, so that one for me. And then obviously Kane, which we spoke about the other week, fully deserved again. Um, and Rob Van Dam announced today. Um, I, yeah, I think it's all good. And there's a documentary coming out of Rob Van Dam too, isn't there, that he's been doing. So looking forward to seeing that right what wrestling have we been watching this week now i wanted to actually touch on um the tna moving to thursdays do you think that's a, just a move for them or is it more more an AEW not wanting too much competition tuesday like tuesday or wednesday and stuff you know it, do you think impact is just becoming AEW's b show or do you think impact can stand alone on a Thursday night, you know? They can do it. Yeah. I bet that that means that we've got wrestling all week. Like so when does this all happen? NXT moving to Tuesdays and then AEW Wednesdays, Impact on Thursdays, SmackDown Friday. Like you've got wrestling every night of the week. And yet I still see on Twitter people wanting to talk about ratings and this, that, and I'm just like, guys, between them no, all now, giving you wrestling it's, every it's, night. Stupid idiot Brian Alvarez trying to make it a war. Yeah. Yeah, it is. I mean, because I watched Impact this week. Um, and I watched... Um, I watched Carl Anderson versus Eddie Edwards. Eddie Edwards is really good. 
I didn't realize how good Eddie Edwards is. I don't think I've given him enough credit. Um, obviously, Eric Young's toured his ACL as well, so that's the end of his little little rise. Uh, wish him a speedy recovery. He hasn't only long just come back, but um, I just it's it's a very good move for wrestling fans. It's it's a very very good uh, move for wrestling fans. You know what I mean, with it moving to Thursdays and Wednesdays. Uh, right, other bits of news. Big one, Alistair Black. Now, he's been quite active on social media with uh, stories to tell. So he put a picture of himself on Instagram um, saying, let us sit face-to-face -face soon. I will have many stories to tell, all of them in full colour. And then he was reported to be seen at the Performance Centre. Do you yeah, think he's... Supposedly, he yeah. hasn't been out because apparently the rumours were wrong. He hasn't just been out to be out. Apparently... He was dealing with nagging injuries. Yeah, apparently there was quite a few that he's been dealing with. So, um, yeah, he's been at the Performance Center. Like the, I know it was PW Insider that said it, um, that he's been there a few weeks. Do you think that gets him on to WrestleMania? Do you think it's too soon for that? Or do you think it's something they build for just after WrestleMania? Do you think we might see him? Because I know Buddy Murphy, didn't he call him out on Twitter as well? <laughs> Buddy Murphy, they, I mean, yeah. I don't know. They could. They could have. I'm hoping that they have plans. Do you think it's partly, though, like they don't want another Andrade thing? Like, you know, don't want too many guys to go that may actually have some future? Because um, Alistair Black's a very talented boy. I just, I don't know. Maybe now that they know that Zelina Vega isn't really going anywhere, maybe they do use him. I mean, I can't, no one's signed her yet and her 90 days has been up for ages. Um, and still no one's signed her. I, again, I can't see anyone particularly interested in signing her. So um, I don't think that she'll have anything happening um, there. Um, and the only other bit of news that I've got written down here was, um, actually, it was about the Pope. <laughs> Pope has said that he was offered a spot in Spirit Squad. Ah! Can you see Elijah Burke, the Pope, in Spirit Squad? Can you imagine? I don't know about that. <laughs> Why, you don't want to see Pope being a cheerleader? I don't, oh, Lord. Think, that would, I don't think he was going to be in it. You don't think? You think it's just him talking? Yeah. Okay. Um, all right, I, maybe. Because he said he got a big bunch of heat from turning it down and people saw it as squandering opportunity and apparently sent him back down to OVW from turning it down. Um, is what he said on his interview. And then he did also say he's oh. crazy because at that Come WrestleMania... He could have came, came back with Sylvester Turkai. Yeah. Yeah, because <laughs> they were saying that Sylvester Turkai was meant to face The Undertaker at WrestleMania 23, is what Pope said. That was the original, and that he was going to be involved because he was riding off the coattails to go against Taker. Um, yeah, so apparently that was the plan in his interview. Um but yeah, who knows? I love the Pope. I think he's great. Um, 
you know, I've, I've always been a fan. I liked Elijah Burke too. I, I wasn't, I didn't hate any of it. I liked him on commentary too. Um, yeah, I've always been a fan. I just, this, I can't see them talking to him about Spirit Squad with how they made Spirit Squad. I just couldn't get my head around that. I don't think, I don't think it's real. I think he's talking utter yeah. garbage. Right. You are back to your reviews. It was, was a good, I, like just really be like, oh come on, it was a good show. So you got Judgment Day two thousand, wasn't it? Yep. Yeah, yes, yeah, I yeah. did. And so that was the one. Take a comeback. Is that the one? Yep. We got wow. on, We got to take a comeback. I'll give you the card. The card was yeah. good. Hold on, I'm gonna read it up for you because I have to bring it up. We had two. We had two cool, which I'm all about. Too cool. We had <laughs> we, two cool versus uh, Edge Christian and Kurt Angle. It was wow. Well, so, oh, I used to love Edge Christian and Angle. Oh, Those two were so funny. I forgot how much comic, how much comedic gold Kurt Angle, Edge, and Christian were as a yeah. threesome. Amazing. Because man. They did a five-second pose, and they pulled out a bunch of fake teeth and jug bands. And they said this because they were – this was in, like – I think this was in Alabama. And they're like, we call this the – oh, Kentucky. They're like, we call this the Kentucky – the Kentucky mud band. And, like, they pulled out a bunch of fake buck teeth and banjos and <laughs> jug jars. I think Kurt Angle pulled out the jug jar. He was, like, playing a jug – Oh my god, really? Oh, and god, I was I like, that was the five second pose, and I was like, yes, amazing. And yeah, but you're right, like the the t those three really worked well together because they were quite dry but funny, you know, especially Kurt. When you think how Kurt was, like, without trying to sound like he was telling a joke, was some of the funniest stuff come from Kurt Angle in that early stuff, you know, <laughs> like he was a beast. Um, we got Eddie DiMolinco in. Perry Saturn, which was fucking great. Oh, yeah. Oh, that was the European Championship, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, because that was the start of the Eddie, pretty People much the start of the, the Chinese stuff. People forget that the European Championship gained such, some good matches. Oh, I loved it. And that's why in the Universe IGM, I wanted to bring it back. European Championship was always one of my favorites because it was those kind of guys. You know, almost intercontinental level because it was almost like three stages back then when you think it was like the main event scene then you had like the next bit which was like the Benoit's, jericho's kurtz you know that and then you had a bunch of guys underneath that where you know the european title felt like something and i mean as you say to get a triple threat of eddie malenko and saturn i mean yeah i mean that's you can you know that's going to be a banger of a match you see that on a card and then i right? got I want then there's shane shane mcmahon Versus Braun Strowman, I mean Big Show. <laughs> so you got a preview exact of what's going <laughs> I forgot what uh, year I was in for a minute. <laughs> was that the, um, yeah, it was the, which way did he go? Simba. Game yeah. Simba. Oh my God, that was awful. But yeah, it's the same thing, isn't it? It's the same story on the Big Show, the big stupid dum-dum. <laughs> oh my God. And that's, is yeah. The, Knocked him out with that cinder block. Yeah, he smashed it over his knee. That's oh. how they wrote him off because he took time off for his weight. Yeah, yeah, because he was big then. Big, he was big. 
God, um, it's the same story. So you've got a preview. Yeah. <laughs> then I got a submission match with Benoit and Jericho. Oh, nice. It's always good to see these two yeah. fight. Yeah, because the WrestleMania before that was the two out of three falls match with Kurt Weddick, which was for and the I'm gonna, European. And I'm going to talk to you. Uh, when, once I'm done with this review, I'll talk to you about a fucking thing I saw on uh, through YouTube this week with Paul Heyman and how fucking I oh, was okay. it. it was actually right, really cool. good. Oh. Uh, then there was, the, as I said, a dumpster match with DX versus the Dudleys. God, so that DX at the time would have been Road Dog and X-Pac, wouldn't it? Road Dog and X-Pac yeah, with yeah. Tori. Oh, my God, Tori. That's the name and I haven't thought about. The Dudleys, yeah. Because that, that was, was the good. whole angle. It was a it was a tables it was a tables match, but it somehow they ended up with dumpsters and ah, uh, it was confusing. <laughs> God, yeah, because it was that was what broke up the outlaws, weren't it? Before that, lead into that. Uh, and then there yeah. was Triple H with with Shane and Stephanie in his corner versus uh, The Rock. Uh, you had Shawn Michaels with his banana shorts. Referee smuggling bananas and the return of well, the start of Biker Taker, weren't it? That was American Badass Taker, which I don't care what people say, he's one of my favorite Undertakers. Yes, it, yes. it gave us a different side to him and it let us hear him cut promo. Yeah, I like because when you think like some of the stuff he did like during that year is as big evil as well, was really see, good I didn't stuff. like it. Okay. I didn't like the original incarnation of it, but once he turned heel and he like he turned on Jim Ross and all that, yeah, yeah, like, after the invasion angle, yeah, and so, when he beat up, when he took the title off Hulk, that was about a year like later. That, I think that was like December, from like that December all the way up until Vengeance when it became American Undertaker. Like that heel championship run that he started was fantastic because he wasn't a heel and he wasn't a face and he just came to kick fucking people's asses in. Yeah, and it must be, you know, it's really difficult, like, when you think how long he had been taken up to that point and Fuck, he put, how taken he put been. even over, damn it. Yeah, he did. And he put, you know, in that run is the start of Jeff Hardy, really. Do you know what I mean? That match with Taker is on a lot of people's top matches ever. And that was just a SmackDown, wasn't it? That Jeff Hardy Undertaker match. And yeah, that, that Taker, Biker Taker, Big Evil, hit the theme tune, you know, with the, you've done it now. Oh, I loved it. I just, yeah, I loved all of that Taker because part of me also was like, when I heard or saw that it's not going to be, you know, the Tombstone Taker anymore, the Graveyard Taker, I was like, this ain't going to work. Absolutely loved it. I probably love some of that stuff more than some of the Dark Undertaker stuff he's done, you know? Um, but that was a really good ending as well because they'd done it all before. Because, like, the WrestleMania, when Rock got screwed by um, by Vince and he rock-bottomed Stephanie, and I think it was at the Backlash that Austin come back and nailed everyone with a chair, and then the Judgment Day Taker come back. Oh, you just... You don't get that stuff anymore. We need big returns. That's what we need, but... Um, still one of my favorites, but very good, very good. Uh, so yes, yeah, Sean Michaels was the ref, of course, and exactly on the hour counting, uh, disqualifying the Rock. 
Um, yeah. Yeah, which uh, caused him to be thrown from stuff from the crowd again. But yeah, the timing of that was perfect because it was like a second to go. 59-59. And I remember pausing it to check that it was real. And it really was. He did, too, he did try and tell him not to do it. But yeah, great pay-per-view. Great choice. Um, you got No Way Out 2008 next week, innit? Yeah. And then someone made a suggestion to you, right? Yep, yep, yep. So you got the next two weeks sorted. But do keep getting your suggestions in for Geo. He loves them, really. Loves it. <laughs> right, what's this Paul Heyman thing that you found? So I was watching this. It, it, it was recorded, I guess, a while ago. Mm -hmm. But it was like Paul Heyman shoot interview that he was doing live. Like he's sitting there with a microphone. And he was talking about, he said something, and then he said Benoit's name in passing. And the guy in the audience was being a smartass and was like, yeah, that's my boy. And Paul Heyman goes, hold on, stop for a second. Who just called Chris Benoit their boy? He goes, because you're a fucking idiot. And he goes, three people died that night. Two of them didn't have a choice. One did. Fuck you. And he turned around and said, you could call him a great wrestler. You could call him one of the best wrestlers. But as a human being, he was a fucking horrible person. And, like, he literally just put the guy in his place. I was like, oh, fuck. I never, I never heard Paul Heyman go like that. <laughs> yeah. Chris Benoit, I've never, I've never got how people could, like, you can't argue with the wrestling. I mean, we just spoke. Like, we could watch no, submission I'm, between oh, Benoit yeah. and Jericho They're all day. There was a Royal Rumble match where he had with Kurt Angle. I think it was 2003. And it's such a match. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, I think, hold on, I'm looking this up now. I think it was 03. Like, it was a clinic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And most Benoit matches have been that. I mean, you look at how MVP talks about Benoit. I mean, he literally says Benoit is what changed things for MVP working the program. And it's two very different conversations. That's why the two conversations can never be brought up for me. From a wrestling point of view, Benoit is arguably one of the best. It was. Ever. Okay, it was. It was a 19-minute match and Angle beat him by submission. But, like... It went on before the Royal Rumble, and it got such a standing ovation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, and any, and but that's the thing is, any any match with him and Kurt Angle or him and Bet or him and uh, Jericho were fucking classics. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hundred percent, great stuff. And like in two thousand, I think he feuded with The Rock for a bit too for the title, which was great stuff. And you just think there's not many bad. Benoit matches. But then, as you've just said, what, what Paul Heyman said, there's a very different version. Like, the outside of wrestling, you cannot forgive something like that. You know, like, what he did is unforgivable. There's no argument. Like, he cannot ever be in the Hall of Fame, cannot really be brought up too much, you know, because of that, that darkness, you know? And it is a darkness that he had created. I mean, okay, maybe some of it through... Or life choices and concussions and injuries and drugs. You know, I get it. But still, you know, I have to agree with um, with Paul Heyman on that. I might have to find that. I need to yeah. figure it out. Yeah, you like Paul Heyman, Chris Benoit, shoot or whatever, you'll see the clip of it. And it's actually really good. 
I'm going to have to check that out. Um, right, moving forward. What do you make of... There was some news of Dean Malenko saying working with Vince McMahon. Do you think... Like, producer roles, do you think this is just more... I wanted to bring it up because I wanted to say the hard-on for bad-mouthing WWE from AEW. Like, I've, re- I've watched the Dean Malenko. First of all, I learned that he's got Parkinson's, which, man. Who, Dean Malenko? Yeah. Has he? Well, I didn't know that. Uh, Jericho, I think, was the one that revealed Yeah, because he was he on something. Talk is Jericho. Yeah, he was on that. He said something like, nobody knew this? No, I didn't even hear it. I mean, wow. I think that's what the tweet was. Wow, I didn't know that. Yeah, I didn't know that. But I just... <sighs> yeah, he's been... I think they said he's been dealing with it for like two, three years now. Oh, yeah, they're, they're the highlight of the talk is Jericho, yeah. Parkinson's disease. Wow. Well, there you go. I didn't know that. Oh, that's horrible. That's horrible. But, yeah, because... Yeah. Yeah, I mean, because he's like, a producer now for AEW, isn't he, I think? Or still, he's doing some stuff there. Um, yeah. And, and I honestly, was... I think that's part, I think that might have been part of the reason why WWE let him go, because they wanted him to just focus on himself. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. I just, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I just, I, I hear these things, and I hear people saying this, and I just, I worry... I still worry. I still, I'm still worried very much about people going to these rival companies with just the ambition of showing WWE up more than helping a new brand. That's what worries me. I think that's maybe the old WCW fan in me. I just worry that they're going to go there and not anything else other than just show up, you know, and, and to talk down to WWE. I think that's what concerns me. But then I look at the the card for WrestleMania and I think, well, it's not really difficult to to talk down to them at the minute with stuff like that. But you're right. Maybe it's a transition period. It's one of them WrestleManias where, you know, the oldest guy on the card from back in the day is Edge. And then Randy Orton's the next one. There's no other, you know, there's no other legend, part-timer or anything. I don't understand why people are having a problem with that. No, I, that's kind of what we wanted. If you look and the oldest guys on the card is Edge and Randy Orton, who Randy Orton can still go. I think some of the last 12, 18 months has been some of the best Randy Orton we've ever had. Um, Edge is the only part-timer on the car oh, and Shane McMahon, but does anyone really? Well, they, you know? Yeah, talk about that. They officially made it a triple threat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It has been official. I think more... I don't know. I, the thing is, I'm, going into it, I'm starting to feel that anyone could win it. Because if you listen, Daniel Bryan still gets immense popularity, even well, of that, that match. Partially why they went ahead and they turned Edge heel. And you think that is a definite heel turn? Like what he's done? Oh, yeah. I mean, he did go at it on SmackDown. Laid out everyone. Um, and Beth Phoenix, I think, come out saying about it being heel turn. Do you think they? Do you think Brian wins? I mean, do you think Brian's still that popular? I mean, you heard the crowd. We watch. We watch Fastlane together. You hear the response that Daniel Bryan gets. Like, I mean, still. Yeah. I mean, I mean, Edge is. 
Edge is what? On a five-match contract to get paid, he has to complete three. That's the deal, isn't it? I think it was. Or do they just stick with Roman Reigns? I mean, because Roman's pretty darn good at the moment. I just, I don't know. It's, it's, I'm going into that. Any one of the three can win. Any one of the three, there's a story for winning, which is good. I don't think it's a lot for a lot of matches. I don't think you can call the winner. And you look at the card and you just think, maybe this is a turning point. You know, they've ditched some of the older guys. Goldberg's not turning up. Lesnar, I don't think he's going to show. If he's going to, it'll be the night after, I think. You know, Rock's not coming now because they're saving that match. Cena's not going to do anything. You know, Taker's obviously retired. If they weren't going to book Triple H, AJ Styles, we're not going to see Triple H in anything. I just, you look at the card and you think maybe this is the turning point that everyone's been asking for and then everyone's crying about it. I just, I don't understand why it's just to knock WWE all the time. I mean, okay, I look at the card. I'm not overly excited. But if you look at it from the point of this is a new era, maybe. Maybe this is the start of a corner turn. And I don't think anyone's looking at that, you know? What do they want? You know, they want to see Goldberg back, fight, fight Bobby Lashley and Drew. They want to see Lesnar back. I mean, I do want to see Lashley, Lesnar. I do. But Lashley and Drew are hot right now. So why wouldn't we have them? Um, I, I don't know. It's, it's very interesting how wrestling fans mind work i read it on twitter and i just i can't get my head around it can't get my head around how their brains work <laughs> like at all i just don't so i've given up um apparently the the set um has been influenced by star wars um his inspiration was Empire Strikes Back, deep blues, purples, and orange backgrounds, like a lightsaber duel. I'm guessing that's it. He said that um, it's not going to be like anything they've seen. It's something different, and they're going to love what they see. So it sounds quite exciting what they've got wrestling from a set point of view. Obviously, with fans back, was it 45,000 fans are now going to be allowed in? I think they've said 45,000. Do you think that's too many with the way the world's going? <laughs> I mean, all for it. Yeah, are they still doing the pod thing, like six to a pod? Is is that still? Yeah, that's how they've set it up in it. And you had to buy a whole pod because I remember Geo's idea was he'll just buy a pod for himself <laughs> <laughs> and just be all six people sitting there on his own. <laughs> I can see it. I can see it. Um, oh, okay. The only other bit was that I read. Um, the 50 greatest women superstars. Um, I don't know if you saw it, who was number one. Um, Bailey was at like 10. I will do the top five. I'll go through the top five. So at five was Oscar, uh, two-time World Women's Champion, uh, a women's tag team champion, a 914-day undefeated streak. In fourth, they put China. Um, rest in peace, obviously, to her. Wendy Richter in, no, wasn't Wendy Richter. Becky Lynch in three, Charlotte at two, and they named Trish Stratus number one. Okay. Uh, do you agree with it being Trish? Yeah. And I, I, that's completely like, yeah. Yeah, I was, I was fine for this selection because, 
When do you think? What did she she started out as the eye candy for testing album? That's what she started as, you know? And then you end up like, you know, with this evolution match with Charlotte and the one she had at SummerSlam and seven-time women's champ, diva of the decade. I mean, when you think of her growth from that eye candy in TNA, which again, she did that very, very well. Uh, um, you know. She did, but if it's based off WWE, I'm sorry, but Gail Kim doesn't go there for me. Yeah. 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 That's the thing. Gail Kim's always been a funny one to me. Like, I thought Gail Kim's TNA stuff was top notch. I think she found what? where she should be at TNA. I think that was her level. Her TNA Definitely. run was amazing. You know what I mean? Like, truly amazing. Um, absolutely no question. I actually want to see who was, hang on, let's see the, who was 10. So Bailey was at 10, Rousey at 9, Lita at 8. Quite surprised that Lita way down there. Um, Blaze at 7, Sasha Banks at 6, and then obviously the top 5 that I said. I think that top 10 makes sense. I, I'm not going to lie. I think that top 10 makes sense. I, you know, there are, and if you look, that's all four of the horsewomen, the four horsewomen's horsewomen are in the top 10. You think that's right? Do you think that they've now taken it to a new wrestling level? Like if you go back, like obviously it started with like the Alundra Blazes and Wendy Richters and stuff. And then Lita and Trish did their thing after, you know, because I watched Sable versus Luna. Okay. So my... My expectations of women wrestling when i look back at that match in 98 and i'm like oh my god like not good and then you like fast forward a few years you get trisha lita and now you've got you know conversation of should bianca and and sasha be the main event of one night you know it's just and i think a lot of it has to go on them you know i think those four have have really changed wrestling completely but when you look at it all i don't hate Trish Stratus being number one because I think maybe it does start with her. It does start with her. For me. For me. Um, so this week I get to watch the WWE Untold Mick Foley versus Edge. <laughs> Shame. That has been suggested. I will be reviewing uh, the Untold stuff. Um, it's going to premiere next Sunday, which I think the day before that we, uh, we do it is going to be lead up to their barbed wire bat and flaming table nonsense which was great what was it wrestlemania two so yeah go watch the untold geo is watching no way out 2008 which i have no idea why <laughs> someone suggested that but hey that's what you've Hold got on, let's, let, let's <laughs> guess why let's see what the card is yeah there's gotta be a reason yeah there's gotta be a reason what what are you walking it's into? Gotta be something. Let's see. <laughs> oh, I don't even know what I'm preparing myself for, so let's see. No, yeah, I don't. I just remember, you know, because it's been you've done quite a while since it's it was suggested, but I'm trying to see what Kane it was. Kane and Shelton Benjamin. Amazing. <laughs> Chavo and CM Punk for the ECW Championship. Okay. The Undertaker, Batista, Finley. MVP, the great Kali, Big Daddy V, and an Elimination Chamber match. Wow, okay. Is that for a title or? That's for a shot at the championship at Mania. Gotcha, gotcha. Take it one. 
Ah, yeah, yeah. Ric Flair and Kennedy. Jeez, I don't even remember them feuding. It was this. It was this whole thing where the next match could be Ric Flair's last match, leading up to his retirement. Ah, okay. Yep, yep. Edge and Mysterio for the World Heavyweight Championship. Right, which was leading to take a edge stuff, wasn't it? Which was a great feud for them. John Cena and Randy Orton in a WWE Championship match. Okay. Okay. That's the one where he cashed in his Royal Rumble a month early, and then Randy Orton got himself disqualified. I remember Right. Okay. Yep, yep. And then Triple H... Jeff Hardy, Shawn Michaels, Chris Jericho, Umaga, and JBL in an elimination chamber match for the WWE for the WWE, the other championship match at Mania. Wow! Okay, that's, that's the one where Triple H won. It led into that Triple H Orton and Cena match. Right. Okay. So leading to WrestleMania twenty four. Yeah, it's not a bad card. No, it's not. And I'm guessing, yeah, it's not. And actually, you're going to watch that in the build-up to WrestleMania, so it be it's quite makes a little bit of sense, actually. WrestleMania 24 was all right, actually, from what I remember. That was Floyd Money, Floyd Mayweather. Big show, 24, wasn't it? <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, let's hope we never go down there. <laughs> Floyd Money Mayweather. Right, well, there you go. That's the two reviews that we've got. Obviously, I think next week, is the last one before WrestleMania? No, we've got two more. We've got two more. But we should know the card. No, next week is the last one before the 10th and the 11th. So next week we will probably yeah. know. So we'll definitely wait until the Tuesday next week. So we've got the last Raw, the go-home Raw under our belts. Um, I think, is this week the takeover? Or is takeover the same week? Same week. So we'll do our it's pod it. come out Tuesday, and then the takeover is the Wednesday, Thursday. WrestleMania Saturday, Sunday, and then we're back. Oh, so okay. Yes, next week will be our okay. final. Yeah, next week will be if they've added anything else between now and then. Um, so obviously we've touched yeah. on it. We threw out a few predictions. I'm assuming they're going to add some stuff like this week and next. Um, yeah. I can't see. I, not a lot, but I think there will still be some things added. So we'll do the final cards next week. We'll okay. get some written predictions out. Um, right. And um, we'll take it from there. But yeah, and obviously Gio will watch No Way Out 2008 as his WrestleMania <laughs> preparation. <laughs> obviously, we're not going to take any reviews for next week because obviously it'll be WrestleMania, so there won't be time. We're obviously going to do the aftermath of WrestleMania. So we'll put them on pause and then yeah. we'll get them back up. Um, but yeah, let's go and enjoy Raw. I hope you enjoyed Raw. This come out on Tuesday. We didn't obviously all watch right, it because we did it early. And we'll see you all next all week, right. Gio. Catch you later.